Stocks are trying to make a push to the highs of the day here. We've got about eight minutes left. Let's go into the real estate sector down 25% on the year and try and find some stuff that might work. Joining us, Brian Lee is the Chief Investment Officer at Blue Zone Wealth Advisors. Uh, Brian, right now, the main force, it seems, for real estate has been the Fed's war path. Generally, should we expect any relief on that front? Uh, in the immediate, short to immediate term, I would say no, absolutely not. I think you actually saw that from the uh, Builders uh, Confidence Index yesterday, just uh, not quite an all-time low, but a dramatic drop. And, uh, you know, the Fed continues to be out on war paths. So, you know, that's the environment we're in. And, uh, you know, just to step back, you know, our, our playbook right now is continuing to remain, uh, you know, defensive. Okay. Now, uh, in real estate, how do you do that? Because uh, it seems like it all kind of moves as a big monolith. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I mean, ultimately, it comes down to nuance, right? So, you know, one of the names that we like is CoStar Group. Um, they're the owner of Apartments.com. So if you take a step back, mm. you had, you know, ultra low vacancies. And we're starting to see that tick up because if you just looked at the construction pipeline, you had a number of new units coming online, a record number. And so as those start to trickle out, you say, okay, well, you know, these need to be leased up. And there's such a supply demand imbalance in terms of inventory out there. And they're going to benefit from that. Last quarter, they saw a 62% uh, increase in bookings, which translated to you know 12% overall top line um, for the company. So the pivot from home ownership to renting is uh, a key part of the story right now? Yeah, it's a, it's a key part of the story. I just think, you know, CoStar Group, right, asset light, more data analytics, um, call it transaction velocity type of business. So okay. you're, you're, you're more so focused on the velocity of transactions picking up, not necessarily uh, the values of real estate. So you're not you're not taking on that exposure. I see. So it's not, uh, this is more almost like a, 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 an analytics and a data play than it is really a housing specific or rent versus sales ownership uh, fundamental outlook. For sure. I mean, one of the things we're taking advantage of is just the supply demand imbalance on on apartment units coming online, and and we're, we're going to start to see that balance out. I mean, the other thing is you look on the commercial side of real estate, right? You have these long leases, five to ten years, and as those roll off, you're going to see owners of those buildings look to unload those potentially in a distressed situation. So, um, you know, buyers are going to come in and and use LoopNet for the analytics, or they're going to try to to purchase those on 10X, which is a, a new venture that they have. 10X, it wasn't necessarily set up for distressed sales, um, more so performing assets, but you know they'll just benefit from volume pickup there. Okay, a very cool uh, underrated uh, uh, stock to think about uh, in the sector for sure. Uh, now, a little bit more of a traditional play on the commercial side, Brookfield. Uh, as we see uh, uh, a co-star up near the highs, Brookfield a little more in line with the broad sector, down about 25% on the year. What needs to turn around for this name to work? Yeah, I, I, you know, in the short term, we're, we're actually hesitant on, on how that stock's going to perform. But listen, we okay. want the companies that are going to take advantage of the, the depths of the recession, which, you know, I'd, I'd echo what your previous guest said, is, is coming virtually to close to 100%. I mean, you, you know, you can never say 100%, but, but the twos versus tens is telling you that you need to watch out for what the economy, and that's just one of the forward leading indicators that's saying. So anyway, the nice thing about Brookfield is they have $125 billion to deploy in, in distressed markets, you know, part of their ownership in, in Oak Tree, which is the premier franchise in distressed debt. But the other thing is, is they lean into, uh, you know, 
a recession-like scenario and then come out on the other side a lot stronger. Stock trades for uh, basically 60% of plan value, which is roughly 80 bucks. Um, and they're gonna spin off 25% of their asset light asset management business because management's sick of you know the, the value to NAV gap um, continue to stay as wide as it is. All right, and uh, the amount of occupancy that's happening in the major cities, do you guys have a strong view on what that's gonna look like? Where are we in terms of the return to whatever it was pre-COVID? It seems like uh, there's some agreement that we're never gonna get back to necessarily the same uh, rate of occupancy, but do we still have some runway to go or is what we see what we get right now? Yeah, if you use New York City as a barometer, it, it, it's pretty amazing of how that has evolved. You, you, you have, you know, apartments just on fire, but then you have, you know, office really, really struggling. And then when you get a little more granular on the office side, you know, the best in class, you know, AAA office, they're, they're seeing relatively good demand, but the whole sector is, is actually, you know, going to get pulled down for a little bit. But, you know, if you kind of look out and you have patience for the next three to five years, um, there, there's going to be some sort of slowdown and then should reaccelerate as as people start to return and or if, if businesses just in this downturn focus on getting the employees back into the office. Okay. A great chat, Brian. Thanks for the details and the thought process. Appreciate you bringing it to us.